0: to this week's episode of BPM pod. Joining you live from uh, what looks like a white padded cell in uh, Berlin, but it's actually my bedroom, really, relatively minimalist. I'm your host, Ashley, and also joining me on the line, as always, the wonderful Chris Weinhardt. Chris, how are you doing?
1: Hello, Ashley, and hello to all our listeners. I am doing fine. Like I said earlier, weather is nasty it's klaus outside storm low klaus and he sucks
0: yeah actually there's
1: there's some sun right now but other than that there's mostly it's not
0: great yeah it's pretty (laughs) uh pretty miserable Um, Mm -hmm. has been for the last few days but uh what have you been doing in uh the times since we last spoke to you then you said you've been very busy
1: yeah but not with cool stuff (laughs) mainly just work i don't Ah. know. I think it's a good thing because everybody likes to earn money, right? But in terms of creativity, it's been like really slow. Mostly after 10 hours of working, you just come home and crash on the couch. And I don't know. Of course. I mean, but that those, makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, I, but those times will pass. I think sometimes it's just it's just like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah. How about you? yeah not much creatively not very much either um sort of catching up on some writing of some songs and things but nothing nothing particularly much been playing a lot of the guitar recently because it's the only instrument i can play while chasing my daughter around the apartment so um yeah and that's uh that's what i've been doing a lot of recently but, uh, playing
1: covers or playing your own
0: stuff whatever just noodling sometimes uh-huh. just so what's the or, first
1: thing you play when you pick up the guitar? Is it a D chord or is it, I don't know, whatever?
0: Normally, probably would be like a G or an E or something mm. like that actually, to be honest. Normally an E minor. Oh, just let it ring it out ring and out. just scare <laughs> the crap out of my daughter. Just hit it as hard as I can. Oh. She's like, whoa, what? what's going on? Is she so, scared uh,
1: because of the minor chord or because of the, the volume?
0: Just the sudden volume. I think. Okay.
1: <laughs> so to scare even more, just play a minor seven chord or something. Yeah, like
0: exactly. B seven. <laughs> so we're like, what right. the hell? <laughs> little look ahead to what we've got coming up today on the episode we're gonna have a little bit of a quiz coming up soon in the fact or fiction segment where we look at some fake or real band names and chris is gonna cue that up we're gonna talk about what we've been listening to including uh, some stuff by a guy called harmish hawk a new single from james a song by an artist called tristan and melt banana and i think chris has got a surprise review coming up in a minute so we'll hear about that We're also going to have a new feature to round off the show, and that's going to be our Desert Island mixtape, where we pick our favourite songs that could go on a playlist for a desert island. We'll have that at the end. And our guest this week is Chance Bear of the band Heavy Heavy, a wonderful stoner, heavy metal rock band. Based in Berlin, uh, formed in 2019, absolutely love their stuff. And Chance is here to promote their latest singles that are coming up, as well as a video he's been recording with a group of real passionate musical people here in Berlin. But before all that, weird band names. Now, you didn't do so well on this. <laughs> this uh, <laughs> That's putting this...
1: it mildly. I f- sucked at it.
0: I think we had nine or ten, and I think you got one. Like, <laughs> correct. Hoover's uh, tank.
1: Hoover's tank. Hoover tank. One. Yeah, exactly. But, tank, right.
0: But now you've prepped some to get your revenge on me, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, God. Mm hmm. I have. Are you ready?
0: Go for it.
1: Cool. I have only one two three four five seven seven four, five, seven. Seven I have. And okay. we're going to
0: put this in our little new segment called Fact or Fiction, right? Which yeah. Which you have scheduled, scheduled a nice <laughs> little jingle for, which you're going to hear right now. Hit it!
2: FACTOR FICTION
1: FACTOR FICTION Let's get this started. Vaginal scrotum.
0: <laughs> That's gotta be a <laughs> fake band. It is not. No way. What <laughs> are vaginal scrotum?
1: the vaginal scrotum used to be they well i think now they are not a band anymore but they, they broke up in 2009 they existed for one year <laughs> and they they were a russian cyber grind band wow and a friend of mine actually listens to this shit uh, sorry it's art uh whatever listens to the, this band
0: wow Vaginal mm-hmm. scrotum. Okay, so I got that one. So that's a fact. They exist. I'll they find existed. Some va- oh yeah, they existed. I'll find some vaginal scrotum and patch that in now, but yeah. okay, fact, vaginal scrotum is a thing.
1: Cool. Next one. Dying plants.
0: I mean, it's one of those ones that sounds like it probably will be real, but it just, it can't be because it's such a dull name.
1: It's correct. My girlfriend made it up. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, it did sound a little dull, but okay.
1: Very good. Okay, next one. Soft morning breeze.
0: I'm going to say that's real. It is not. It is fake. Ah. Oh, it's fake. Ah. It sounds like a kind of cool, ambient, like soft rock kind of band or something actually sounds kind of like i thought
1: so as well and i actually found after i made it up no i think that's it's one that my girlfriend made up as well uh i found on spotify there is a morning breeze artist who has released two singles i think morning breeze yes no three to four i don't know but soft morning breeze doesn't exist Okay. okay cool next one the pineapple thief
0: that can't be real but i th- i have a fear it is real but i'm going to say it's fiction
1: <laughs> no it is real and it's actually a oh pr- pretty popular band
0: okay they go are, on what do they do
1: they are a british uh, progressive rock band i think they're they're not as like not as old 10 to 15 years maybe and they did some stuff sometime like they always did their stuff and it was pretty cool but some years ago i think i think in 2016 they added gavin harrison the drummer for porcupine tree to their roster of artists and Mm. made a huge like leap in popularity and they're pretty Mm. cool i saw them live like super cool musicians super good and very technical and but not like the progressive rock stuff but more than laid back emotional ambient stuff really cool cool
0: cool i'll check them out this is really just showing my musical ignorance beyond (laughs) anything else how Uh, many more we got left how many more uh uh,
1: there are three left three left okay Okay. i've only got Uh,
0: one right so far not good okay uh
1: lonesome potato chip
0: that's gotta be fake (laughs) yeah that's fake
1: (laughs) but it's a cool name right I, I,
2: oh.
1: I, uh, like a Frank, I, I could imagine a Frank Zappa album could have named <laughs> like
0: that. Potato chip, yeah, probably that's true.
1: <laughs> okay, next one, the backquilt Ramblers. I will
0: say real.
1: Mm-hmm. This is actually like a bit mean of me because they are a band, but not in a like in a band band way. They are a band in a video game. Ah,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Go on, tell because me I, more. So what, I dig what, what, them
1: games, and mm-hmm. the game is called Kentucky Route Zero. Have you heard of that? Never, ever heard of this. Mm-hmm. Like pretty artsy fartsy stuff. It's an indie game released in like in episodes over I think five years, four episodes and five years or something like that. Super text heavy and very much like train of thought style. Like you really have to dig this kind of stuff. Um, merry americana themes and there's some hints of alcoholism in there and losing your job and everything cool stuff but you need to get into it and the soundtrack is awesome like very ambient and lo-fi like gritty and stuff Hmm. and also old school like super old country ballads rearranged what's the one i love the most is um what's it called i don't know i'll get back to it but yeah, bad quilt Ramblers, absolutely, the bad quilt Ramblers, they exist. Hmm, did not know that. Wow. Mm-hmm. There we go. And the last one is VV.
0: The, the Or the, the? VV. V-V-V. V-V. VV? I was V-V. Saying like, the, 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 we, ah, because the, the, we had the other week, but VV, okay. Um, yes. They're real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It, 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 this band exists. It's actually a solo artist. It's Villa Vallo from Him, which ties into my review. Aha.
0: Okay. <laughs> how many, before we go into your review, how how many points did I get right there then?
1: Four? Three or four, I think. You did get, you get, uh, you got Dying Plants, right? Bad yeah. Ramblers you got right? And lots of Potato Chip you got right? So you made it and no you four no, of vv
0: four four of yeah, seven. Ah. Four of seven, yeah. nice pretty good over 50 that's good, good. That's, that's good yeah. that's good then you're then. better at
1: this and uh, at this than me <laughs> next time in the fact and
0: fiction section i think we should prepare a couple of rock stories for each other and then the mm-hmm. other person has to say if they're fact or fiction so i'll find mm-hmm. a few of them out and we'll try that out cool Coming up still on the rest of today's episode, we're going to talk to our guest, Chance Bear. He will be here in a bit to talk about his band Heavy Heavy. Uh, formed in two thousand nineteen, psychedelic stoner desert rock metal band, fantastic band. I'm a big fan. Uh, he's going to be telling us about what they're doing at the moment. We're also going to talk about uh, a desert island mixtape in our sort of new feature coming up. What songs would we have in a playlist if we were on a desert island? And we'll introduce a song every week until we've got a quite decent playlist to share. And I'll talk about what I've been listening to in a bit. But first, you said. That the fact or fiction segment ties into your review, so hit us with what it is you're going to review this week. What delights have we got?
1: (laughs) I will be reviewing the very first EP from the artist V V, which stands for Villevalo, who used to be the singer for the band Him from Finland, which should be a should be ringing a bell for everyone who is my or our age, (laughs) age thirty. Because they used to be Mahusif all Mm. over the world. I remember. Uh Mm hmm. Him, His Infernal Majesty, it's an abbreviation. And I think they are pretty much still known for their greatest hit, which is Join Me, like this uh, rock, sad rock ballad. Baby, join me in death. Yeah, yeah, join me in death
0: was what it was called. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah
1: um and if there has to be like one band that i tie absolutely to my early teenage years like 13 14 15 it would be him not even the it's not even the first rock band i listened to but it's like the band that had the most impact on me because we used to skate and stuff and him was heavily featured in jackass and viva la bam mm. holy crap bamajira as a train wreck dude it's super sad uh, right now Poor dude. Um, whatever. So him disbanded after I don't know how many years. 20, 25, or something like that? 26
0: years. 1991. 26 well, so but you're right. You're actually, you're right in both of what you said. So they've been together 26 years, but they took a two-year hiatus sometimes. So they? yeah, between 93 and 95, they didn't exist. Um, but so 91 to 93, then 95 to 2017.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, you can say one thing about their music; it's pretty much the same all uh, over the years. It always had has been the same. Like they're not really. There's not much variation, but it's like they say, uh, "Never change a broken. Don't fix a broken system," or something. Mm. What's what's uh, what's uh, the well?
0: Just if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. right, right. And and it always worked until I think the very last album, which was. Ta- tears on Tapes in 2016, if I'm correct. <clears throat> then you could really hear, like, the like the energy is not any longer there. Okay, so anyway, they disbanded, and Villavallo, who obviously needs money, I think, and still loves making music, did his very first solo project. I think he even played most of the instruments on there, because he can play drums <clears throat> and guitars. So, three songs on that EP. What's the EP called? Sorry. Does it have a name? Gothica Fenneca Volume 1. Of course, it's not
0: called that. Of course, it's called that.
1: <laughs> Could have <laughs> guessed songs.
0: that.
1: Salute the sanguine, run away from the sun, and Saturnine Saturnia. Saturnalia? So if you listen to those songs, they are basically they <laughs> they sound like every other fucking hymn record, but in a way it sounds fresher than all of their last efforts. And I what I really dig about them is that they like the actual sound, the mixing, the mastering, sounds like songs from the 2000s, the early 2000s. Right? There's not super much drum trigger like sample replacements. Not every Uh, snare hit kicks you in nuts or whatever. Like I hate this about modern music and especially modern rock and metal. Every fucking snare hit like has to decapitate you. Mm. And Mm. there's not much of that in there. Like the drums sound actually real and not triggered to death. The Mm. songwriting is basically the same: intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo, outro, Mm. like the standard. But it's cool because the melodies are so cool and it's uh, it's easy to digest. And that's what I always liked about him. Like they had their own style, and of course they talk a lot about dying and loving and stuff. <clears throat> but it's like this huge ass concept thing, and and he continued that with his own efforts. But to me, it, it sounds fresher. I don't know. Like if he finally could do whatever he wants. Obviously, it's his like style that always seemed to bleed into the songwriting in general. So now he has full control over it, and it's super cool. Like, dude, even the guitar player in him was known for pick scrapes, right? Every fucking riff started with a.
0: Yeah, I remember. I remember the, that the whole shit is scrapes down. Songs.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's still in there. It's still fucking in there. So I don't. <laughs> Maybe uh Lily Laser, who is the guitar player, used to be, is on this album as well on this EP. But yeah. To to <laughs> me, when I first listened to it, I was like, dude, I'm I'm 15 again, and I absolutely fucking love it. It's. So great for every him fan and even for our, like rock fans, like the softer rock stuff fans in general. Pretty good listen. So,
0: uh,
1: I mean, when did this come out then? Because
0: this is something that seems to have sort of been relatively under the radar because I remember him went really big and mm-hmm. I, I remember mostly seeing some like artwork that was quite famous at the time for like a poster, I think it's a long time ago. The hardogram, was- yeah yeah that was it and i remember seeing that um yeah. which was dude, really they, really famous
1: he even upgraded the hologram, like with two additional lines it looks so cool dude it's like when pikachu turns to raichu it's awesome
0: <laughs> pikachu turns to raichu i <laughs> yeah. like that that's a fantastic review by the way it's like when pikachu turns to raichu <laughs> but this must have been released with relatively no fanfare because even just yeah. quickly searching
1: online you
0: don't find very much written about it
1: Right, and I, I don't even know where I found it. It was released, oh, pretty much a year ago. 23rd of March 2020 is a review here. Jesus Christ, they broke up in 2017. Exactly. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, so I, I don't even know where I found it. but And it doesn't have how much... Like, Runaway from the Sun has 1 million uh, Spotify hits, which is for... Like him or Villavalo must be close to nothing, right? Mm, mm, mm. I don't get oh, it.
2: <laughs> cool. I think my my
1: favorite one from this is um, "Salute Sanguine." Dude, "Salute the Sanguine." I love a good outro, right? I fucking love outros. My bands hate my band hate me hates me for this because I always do the two minute outros. Oh god, yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> and. In this song, like the this, the song itself is pretty much forward and whatever, but the outro it slows down and there's not much drums in there. It's cool. I love it.
0: If you were to give it a rating, what what would you give it? Or is that something you wanna you wanna assign a number to?
1: I do because him always was very much into the fake satanic shit. So I give it. 666 hearts out of 10.
0: <laughs> I like it. It's a scale that means nothing. On a scale from unicorns to 74, <laughs> I give it light bulb.
1: Like, okay. I give it a snake. Yeah. The, 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 the very first song on the very first album is called My Sweet 666, right? Okay, uh Ashley, so now that I shared my deepest feelings about a Finnish love metal as they proclaim themselves banned, what about you? What 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 did you listen to these 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 days?
0: So I get a lot of my music at the moment from BBC Six Music, which is the best radio station in the world, in my opinion. Um it's got a bizarre playlist. Some of the DJs have some uh really defined playlists of certain genres they like whereas others are all over the place and that's where i've been discovering a lot of new music because you might get jazz you then also might get taylor swift and then you'll get some deathcore kind of metal and then you'll get uh like east coast rap or something like that so it's really really varied um so i've been catching up with that recently and picked a lot of things up off there and so i'm only going to quickly mention a handful of things not all of them are necessarily new so not really reviews more like quick things to go and check out little recommendations one is a single from a guy called hamish hawk he's a edinburgh based singer songwriter scottish guy and uh, i hadn't heard of him before actually he's a solo Artist, but he performs as a frontman of a band as well. I think they're called New Outfit. And his style of music is very much, I would say, close to sort of Joy Division, New Order, The Smiths. Um, it's it's pretty um got this 80s jangly sound to it. This song, Caterpillar, is great. It sort of builds up slow, and you mentioned outros. This has a brilliant outro that isn't necessarily melodic or anything it's just noise and so it just gradually swells to this point and you think "Ah, this is just going to be a synth pop song you know for five minutes and then you realize well we're three minutes in there can't just be sort of synth pop for the last two minutes and it goes nuts like properly properly nuts so i recommend checking that out that's harmish hawk the song caterpillar Uh, cool. talking of talking of other nuts things i discovered a band <laughs> this week this could have been one of your band names melt banana have you heard of them
1: <laughs> i did not
0: melt banana now let me tell you a little bit about melt banana quickly while we're here uh they are an extremely fast grind core noise metal band
1: oh jesus i love subgenres in and metal
0: <laughs> is a type of japanese noise rock the duo and it's um a song i only encountered this week it was released in about 2013 i think and it's called candy gun and i'm like what what the hell is going on so melt banana with candy gun it is one of the most absurd songs i've ever heard in my life like I, i i i don't think i like it to be honest, I, I actually think it's pretty bad. But listen to it anyway because it's nuts and you will have never heard anything like it. Especially about three minutes in, the bass does the sort of gnarliest metal riff I have ever heard. And it, I don't even know how he plays it, actually. It's it's incredible. So Dang. melt banana candy gun, but be warned, I'm not recommending it necessarily. I just think it's an experience. <laughs> And then there's a couple more songs I've got this week. There's a Manchester rock band called James, really big in the 90s. They disbanded a few years back and then reformed. They got a new single out called All the Colours of You. Very sort of standard rock song, bit killers ish, but definitely worth a listen. And then there was one more that I heard this week that I really loved, and that's an artist I've never heard of before called Tristan, um, who is apparently very big in the US. I've just never heard of her here. Tristan gaspar I think is how you say her name. And she's she's a pop country singer-songwriter from, uh, I think she's from uh, Illinois or something like that. and she did a cover of a Joni Mitchell song, which I really love. This song called A Case of You. It's a really, really nice Joni Mitchell song. Um, <laughs> and she did a wonderful cover of that that I think is actually better than Joni Mitchell's version. Um, okay. Which is saying something because she's a legend. So Tristan is the artist. Definitely worth checking that out. So yeah, not really reviews there necessarily, just sort of four things to go and check out. I drew a Still to come on the episode today, Chance Bear of Heavy Heavy Swings by To Talk New Music. Plus we have our Desert Island playlist selection.
1: Hi, I am Hazel Brain 427, the popular future time host of the podcast you do not even know about yet called Future Proof. It is from the future and another multiverse beyond the realm of human musical understanding. Come along on a sonic, spiritual, solar adventure to explore completely popular but absolutely dreadful musical trends such as dubstep robot funk, factory noise dancehall metal, and Justin Bieber. Yes, he is still a thing. He was cryogenically frozen in yummy juice. Join me. Join us. Upload yourself. The end is near humans.
0: The guest this week is really a returning guest, a friend of the show for sure, and an overall just fantastic guy. Now, we actually heard from Chance, who is coming up in a minute, and the band Heavy Heavy a little while back when I think at that point they were still preparing what was their release, which has now come out. And uh, we reviewed it on the podcast a few months back and absolutely loved it. Um, Heavy Heavy, quick intro to them, formed in 2019. Had a few releases since then and a sort of real big players, up and coming players on the sort of psychedelic stoner desert rock scene, I would definitely say. And it's an absolute pleasure to have Chance back on the podcast uh, to talk about what's going on with Heavy Heavy in the coming weeks, months, years as he continues his journey to be an absolute mega star. I'm sure of
2: it. If not in music, then in other people's music videos. Um, You're dreaming, man. I appreciate it, <laughs> <you though. laughs> Chance. Welcome. Thank you so much, Ash. I uh, really appreciate it. We, it's always always a pleasure to come on the show, and we really appreciated your review of the EP uh, at the last show. We were uh, we were right there with you. You know, we we were we were reading the the review, and we're like, "Yep, he listened. <laughs> he actually listened to it, rather than just like listen to a couple seconds and just throws up a couple words and you know, calls it a day.
0: <laughs> I listen to it. It's, it's on my, uh, I, I can even show it to you, although this isn't very good podcast material when you show <laughs> things to people, but um, it's on my workout playlist. You can see. Yeah. Wow. There. All right. We're uh, making you
2: sweat in uh, in many ways then. <laughs>
0: so yeah, it's, it's all good. So uh, what have you been up to in this sort of global fuckery? Let's start there because I mean, the last time we spoke, I was, supposed to come to a gig of yours actually that you were doing for a very limited audience um and i couldn't come along and that might have been what back in october november i
2: want to say it was it was a while ago so we released the ep in october i mean you know it's it's funny because because this topic kind of keeps coming up when when we're talking about heavy heavy uh but if you think about like when we started getting going, like we started as a band in 2019, right? But it was late 2019, and we didn't really get going until like boom, coronavirus, right? Um, so it's kind of just been normal for us. Um, you know, the first first kind of thing that we did uh, once everything was really locked down, and you know, after the initial couple months that you know you couldn't do anything was we did the the stream of rock stream. We did the wild at heart stream. So like we were, we were kind of doing a lot of these, these live stream things, which I think were fun. I think they have some, some growing pains that I think, uh, you know, maybe like there's, there's some people that say it's like, Oh, live streams are never going to happen. It's never going to be a thing where, where it's going to be successful. And, um, but yeah, so we did, we did some streams. Uh, things started to kind of open up. We wanted to release an EP. So we, I think we were one of the only bands that we like that i know that tried to like do the very safe you know we have a plan everybody comes in with the masks you sit down in the audience in chairs that are two meters apart from everybody there was very limited tickets um that was stressful as hell man because like we had sold out and you know every week coming up to the event it was it was like is this thing gonna happen is it <laughs> is it yeah. uh, and then we we're like oh it's canceled and then we're like no it's back on you know so it was it was stressful I don't recommend that for your for your blood pressure but uh it kind of just show you did you did the gig in the end right yeah we did the gig we did the gig and it kind of just shows that that's where our priority is man um is delivering the 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 best delivery uh, uh mechanism for our music is live directly into your skull. <laughs> um but yeah lately uh we've been kind of priming up uh our next releases we've got i just left the studio today actually right before um coming to do this podcast and uh we're recording drums for two of our next singles and uh it's going it's going there's a lot of stuff that's still there but we're kind of making a little bit less stonery and a little bit more modern, you know. We're trying to we're trying to update a little bit, but we're keeping our roots, you know. So it's it's uh it's um we're really excited about these. And I think the biggest change is um I have thrown the bass guitar away <laughs> for these songs, and I've picked up a baritone guitar so you get to hear wow. it. Wow. Okay. And I plug it right into the um to the uh uh the same you know same setup you know the same split signal thing so and there's a lot more stuff i can do with that i'll still be playing bass of course but uh you know how does how does that feel it still must feel different though you must feel a little bit old well i this with this particular baritone is actually the biggest scale length baritone that they sell (laughs) Hmm. uh it's 30 inch um and honestly, man, before I came to Berlin, I was a guitar player. And then I came yep. to Berlin and for some reason, I just started playing bass in bands. Like I had, I started playing with Peace. Uh, it's a metal band here. And because the guy like kind of came up to me, he was, you know, my 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 buddy uh, just came up and he was like, hey, you play bass, right? And I'm like, I can. And he's like, all right, you're in my band, you know, <laughs> like kind of one of those like moments. So it was a, uh, it was a great, uh. It was a great, you know, it's something that I started doing uh, once I came to Berlin.
0: When do you, so have you got a timeline or plan on when your new stuff is out? How's that looking? Yeah, out?
2: that's, that's interesting. Cause now, you know, I've been kind of thinking lately of typically like, so with the EP, when we released it, we were like, we got to play some kind of live thing to release this thing. Hmm. And I don't know if you guys get the same feeling, but uh, it seems like there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. Like you know Merkel has mentioned uh, in her five step plan, like, hey, you know, concert venues can open back up after step three. Mm. And so honestly, what I'm thinking is like we're we're getting it done as quickly as possible, and we'll we'll assess when when stuff you know is finished. But mm. it would be cool to try to do some kind of gig, you know, to say, like, hey, we're back music is back we have some new music you know mm-hmm. I think that would be really sick but maybe I'm dreaming I've <laughs> got
0: And you've both done these whole stream of rock <coughs> things. Um, both of you have. Chris, you have as well. Uh, with Vineheart. I think you both did. Did you? No, Chris, you did um, the one at Huxley's, right? Was that stream of rock? Is there right? Is that? Correct? Yes, it or, was.
1: It was at Huxley's, and I was asked chance about that because funny thing, Ashley sent me a message. Okay, we're talking to Heavy Heavy, and I'm like, cool. Haven't heard of them yet, but I will check them out. And I watched your Batch Bruiser video. <laughs> and i was like i know i fucking i saw that one i, I saw that i went uh, through all the live streams there are on youtube of strock tv and i found your show and then i heard your bass tone which ties into my next question and dude at one hour and 47 minutes and i think th- 36 seconds i actually posted back li- back then when you were streaming i posted holy shit that bass sound or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so man! I actually watched your stream, and i couldn't I couldn't remember at first. And wow, after that, I checked out your EP and dude your fucking bass on, right? Okay? So <laughs> my favorite part uh, was on Red Canvas. Mm-hmm. When the bass sound so, uh, starts and it actually br- blows my brain out of my anus, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> and then the.
0: Like That's the- got to be a review clip like, on something. Yes. You know when they have these I'm quick sort down. of critic snippets? It blows my brain out of my anus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And uh, when and when the and the chorus guitars hit, like the double track guitars, Jesus Christ. Okay, so tell me about that fucking bass sound. Yeah, because I watched your Instagram videos, and you have a lot of gear going on. I think a Helix floorboard and stuff.
2: Yeah, I actually, on our YouTube channel, I do a uh, rig rundown of of uh, my bass tone, uh, and it's kind of constantly evolving. But for I think the last three years or so, I've been heavily Just like 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 uh, like a mad scientist trying to to get this sound because uh, it started with I plugged a bass into a guitar amp and a bass amp and just started there and kind of have been evolving slowly. But you know I'm not the first to do it. Um, I obviously we take a lot of cues from you know bands like Royal Blood. There's actually a band in Seattle that uh, I'm buddies uh, with the with the guy that that does. his his band's called dirty dirty funny enough you know we kind of got got inspiration from them for our band name but um yeah it's 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 really just a whole lot of tweaking um you know i think the so a, another good band so I, I do actually production work on this uh, it's it's like it's like hey you need the split bass signal like call up this guy he knows what's up uh on uh if if you uh ash knows this band it's called birgit jones so i did some producing for them um in the studio on their last Ooh. ep and uh but but yeah i mean it's it's honestly it's it's uh split signal base out of the bass into uh the first signal which is a guitar with an octave up typical guitar signal right mm. um the problems that you run into there is it starts to sound a little bit inauthentic um i've done some stuff some real like uh kind of hacky ways of trying to make that sound less like like a like a you know it kind of sounds tinny and and fake Mm. uh i add in a fifth above the octave to give it that power chord sound sometimes sometimes that works uh sometimes you don't even need the octave you can get away with just cutting a lot of bass out of the uh, guitar amp and as far as the bass tone goes just you know compressed as hell um, you know, bass boosted, typical stuff because bass kind of stays away if you do it right. It stays away from the guitar, quote unquote, mm. signal. But I think, honestly, just the, the the traditional rock style of having you know the bassist and the rhythm guitarist kind of playing the same thing. Like we're just like, hey, let's split that into one. You know, a lot of bands will say, hey, let's put the rhythm guitarist and have him do an octave down into a bass amp, which sounds okay. But I've I've had a lot more. um uh, success going the other way
1: mm. and tying back to struck tv do you run that system like that live with amps actual amps or do you use cap or whatever
2: yeah so um i used to be uh, analog um and then i went really far into digital and I, what i found is the best is is a mix of both right um amp modeling has gotten really good uh and effect modeling is pretty good if you can supplement it with other analog effects that you know and love um but the bet i think the, the biggest part other than the helix in my board is two uh what they're called a seymour duncan power stage amps which are literally nice. they just take a signal and all they do is put it into a cabinet and you can change the volume right yeah. so i have uh, in in helix land the two split signals going out so i've got the guitar quote unquote and the bass uh those go into two separate power amps which go into two separate orange cabs and because i mean man like amps are cool but cabs that's that's where i find this like the cool tone you know because yeah. you can have it's it's like it's kind of like like in the early 2000s you've got you know hey buy a really nice guitar and like you know an okay amp and people are saying no move your money to the amps i'm saying move your money to the cabs because because buying a nice cab is is really going to do you wonders as far as your tone goes To what's been going on Maybe I'll keep moving Traveling, soothing You shift and dodge like a crow in the street I wanna race you Love you, hate you Finally collect my ragged bone But maybe we'll fall asleep to the sound of high-rise vultures And gaze west towards home
1: What I did with Ashley, what I what I asked him, and, and um, what's a Move Johnson last week. If you had to pick your favorite piece of gear of all time, whatever it is, a cable, a mic, an amp, a bass, what would it be? On me two, let's go with two, because you're obviously a bass and I mean, has got a,
0: Well, and he's got a lot, so I think we can allow and him a couple.
1: <laughs> okay, so fun. Yeah, it's funny that
2: you asked that, because I actually I had a moment with, with my, my bandmates last night at practice where I was like, guys, I just have to stop and say, I my mom bought me this. There was this this say when I was when I was in high school, right, for my birthday or something. I I asked her for a preamp pedal from a guitarist called Andy Timmons uh, in hey. T- Dallas, Texas. He's one of those guys that's just like he's king of tone, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, he developed or he used this thing called the BB preamp, which is it's just a preamp pedal. But you put it on and it makes everything sound better. But anyway, I was telling the guys that I literally, from when I got it, you know, 12, 15 years ago, I haven't turned it off. In every single band I've played in, on every single tone, I've had this pedal on.
0: What have you been uh, doing with your whole building? You used to build some pedals, right?
2: yeah man it's funny you mentioned that i'm uh i'm actually building a Earthquaker devices um after-neath right now oh, shit. cool so uh painting it right now putting some putting some cool stuff on it but um yeah honestly with that uh so i have a, a degree in um uh, electrical engineering which the only thing it's been useful for is is uh i know how to solder <laughs> and that's nice. all you have to know how to do to make your own pedals you know i've yeah. got a I've actually got a a pedal building um kind of little community group uh, we we meet up every once in a while, i mean when when it's safe uh, and uh, do pedal building parties together. So if you're interested in learning more, um hit me up. Holy. Shit, anybody man. listening too, just hit me up. Uh, recently, I saw from your social
0: media, you've been working with a sort of new community project or sort of cool bunch of people really based in berlin uh to celebrate the scene here uh, music called syndicate can you uh, tell us a little bit about that
2: yeah totally syndicate um so as i was kind of mentioning before they are a they're trying to kind of unify the voice of the rock community in berlin um there's a lot of uh cultural scenes in berlin that are kind of taken advantage of or just kind of Rolled over by more capitalistically, you know, inclined, you know, ventures, or you know, like uh, socially, kind of not really taken. They're kind of taken advantage of or dismissed, right? So, syndicate's aim is to kind of unify these voices and really make make it viable for for musicians that provide a valuable asset, which is entertainment and live music and culture, uh, trying to kind of unify that to, uh, to, uh, create a space for ourselves, you know, because I I think if you talk to any musician that, uh, is just in a band trying to play shows, the two hardest parts is practicing, finding a place where your band can fucking practice and not have to get kicked out or deal with neighbors. And it's just, you know, I, I won't get into it, but Uh, and then the second part is finding gigs, you know, um, Mm. I think, I think there's, there's very specific ways that we can, uh, go about improving that. And I think with syndicate, they're really trying to push forward on that and try to unify us and create a community around that. Um, and not just be just another, like, Hey, we, you know, we're just here to kind of record you and, you know, we'll see what happens with that. So they're really, really cool group of people. But it never fazed you before
0: Heavy Heavy, recording some new bits. Uh, We talked about the Scindica video that's out as well that you can check out. When is the sort of new stuff out? When can we expect to see Heavy Heavy dominating the airwaves with that? And (laughs) what's really next for Heavy Heavy?
2: Well, um, I don't know if you can see that this is not good podcast material, but we have (laughs) something coming out that has to do with a very special uh, Berlin Let's say cultural icon, um, that <laughs> we all know and hopefully respect <laughs> in one way or another. Uh, so we are working on videos for, I, I think we kind of did it, uh, ass backwards of, as far as like we released and now we're working on videos, but we realized like, Hey, it'd be cool to create some videos and make some stuff. So the next thing that you can expect is some kind of like fun little music videos, um, And then, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have a single, which we haven't um, announced yet, but the name is Lights On. And this song is a, um, it's meant to be kind of a fight song, an anthem of uh, a lot of, it's essentially, we're seeing a lot of uh, people that have kind of been in positions of power that have been able to hide. Um, and these things are being exposed and these things are coming out and people are having to become accountable for these things. Right. Mm. Um, so lights on is kind of an anthem on that. Um, so you can expect to hear that in the next few blanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometime to come.
2: Yeah. We are and- trying to keep it cranking, but as I mentioned before, like I've, uh, the last few months I've been in kind of a like sinking into the couch phase, but we're really going lately. <laughs>
0: nice. But you need awesome. that time to sort of to sort of recoup, right? You need yeah, that rest time. and recovery time. Heavy Heavy uh, are on Bandcamp and anywhere you get your music, Bandcamp, Spotify, everywhere really. And I think your website is also what? HeavyHeavyBerlin.com, yep. is that correct? Correct. So you can go there. But before you go, I'm going to end on a sort of semi-silly quiz for you that Chris is going to tee up.
2: Factor fiction.
1: Factor fiction. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. Chance, how would you generally describe your band name knowledge?
2: Band name knowledge is uh tends to be I'm the kind of guy where like you you say a, a peculiar phrase. A peculiar phrase kind of comes up in um, in conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I played band for Candy Crush. <laughs> you, know what I mean? like, yeah. you know, so uh, you- I don't know. I I'm not I'm not very knowledgeable as far as as a lot of bands go, and I'm terrible with names. So okay. this is going to go great. <laughs> cool,
1: awesome. You've,
2: you've got a score of four to beat, by the way. Okay, so- cool.
1: And I sucked at this game last week, so you'll be fine. I got one. I got one. Kuba's (laughs) tank.
2: Okay, that's the the number to beat, I guess. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's start this shit. The Lonesome Potato Chip. Is that fake? or? I'm gonna say that's fake. Very nice. First point. It's already better than me. Cool. (laughs) Next one. The Pineapple Thief.
2: Pineapple Thief. Is it with THE? THE Pineapple Thief?
1: Yes, it is. THE. Uh, I'm gonna say that's real. Dang, he's good, yeah. yeah it's good too. British two. Progressive Jeez. Rock Band with Kevin Harrison on drums, if you know him, Porcupine Tree. Oh, wow. Ex porcupine okay, cool. Tree <laughs> Yeah. Should do, do check it, check them out. Pretty cool. Pretty okay. soft uh, progressive rock stuff. Nice. Next one. Soft morning breeze.
2: Soft morning breeze. My my inclination. <laughs> yeah, I think that's 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 true. That's a real one. No, that
1: one's fake. No! <laughs> <laughs> That I sounds like a, I don't know, like
2: a Japan. That sounds like a Japanese, like post-core band or something. <laughs> like,
1: this like, is always of, the, like the exciting style. part about like, what people think this band could make. Yeah, no, like, like the style. It's funny because okay,
0: next- we said like Beach Boysy kind of music, and you went <laughs> for like Japanese fucking soft so, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> next one is V V, as in the letter V. V V. Oh yeah, that's real. Uh-huh. Do you know yeah. what that could actually
2: be? Uh, VV sounds like I would want to say like more electronic, maybe hip hop. Oh, no? quite a while Not off, all.
1: <laughs> Oh wow! It's the the solo project from Villevalo, the singer from HIM oh <laughs> yeah. anyway thought. gothic
0: metal quite a bit off but.
1: <laughs> they call uh, actually they call themselves love metals so, okay. oh, love good. metal <laughs> well
2: okay, i got this f- one point right so
1: <laughs> yeah you did well it's a f- four out of seven right now right yeah one more cool. to be the champ vaginal scrotum
2: Ooh, that's good um <laughs> If that's not, that's going to be my next punk band. But I'm going to say that is that is a band name. That is a band
1: name. Well, actually, yeah. it used to be a band name. So I think you still can use that one. It used to okay, be a Russian great. cyber grind band.
2: I was going to say something punk, but yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to check that out.
1: <laughs> Pretty weird music. They uh, were formed in 2008 and broke up in 2009. So <laughs> yeah, go for it. Oh, their only album was named Love Me, Fuck Me. Ooh. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Um, next one: dying plants. Dying
2: plants. Mm, I'm gonna say fake. Fuck. Very he's good. good at this. Jesus. <laughs>
1: he's dropped one. one. Yes. Um, last, last one. I think. Last one: the bed quilt rambler's.
2: The is that back quote
1: bed quilt, the thing you put quilt on top of ramblers. your bed. The Quilt Ramblers. Quilt Ramblers.
2: Um mm, I'm going to say just because that seems too far fetched to come up with. <laughs> I'm going to say that's real.
1: Cool. Well, it's actually it's like it's a bit of a weirdo because it is a band in a video game. So they are named on the soundtrack, but they don't really exist. Wow. So, yeah, you get this point.
0: Woo! 6 out of 7.
1: That there it great, is. <laughs> Congrats! All
0: right, thank you. The new champion of identifying bullshit. From <laughs> I like it. It's
2: good.
1: Like, we
0: should do
2: a leaderboard. It takes a it takes a bullshit artist to to know a bullshit artist. <laughs> to play
0: that. Chance, thank you very much for this, man. Thanks. For Thanks so on. much,
2: Ash and Chris. You, this so. has been an absolute blast. Uh, talking gear, talking, getting getting hot under the collar about the Berlin music scene, and then cooling it off with some uh, fun games.
1: Cool guy, he- right? Yeah, super nice. Pretty cool. Good work work ethic.
2: Yeah, I mean, his work ethic
0: is insane. Um, Especially because, as I I don't think he alluded to in that podcast, but and by the way, when I say this, I don't mean that being a musician isn't a job, that's not how I mean it, but he does have a job as well as the musician thing. So how (coughs) the hell they're so productive. I truly don't know like it's it's crazy because he's sort of doing a sort of typical you know daily grind routine as well with that and still churns out a lot of music it's insane actually before we end this week's uh, episode I wanted to introduce a quick feature before we go and that will be I'd like to create our desert island playlist our BPM Pod Desert Island playlist. And I'll try and make a playlist of all of this and share it on uh, YouTube or Spotify or whatever And uh, as we collect more. So every week, we're going to just put a song each on the playlist. um, And I'll make a note of them and we'll collate them all together and share it Sometimes they can be any song that means a lot to you. So there is a program called Desert Island Discs in the UK. That's where you pick an album that you would take with you to a desert island. Um which I like. I like that concept a lot. But let's adapt it a little bit for the modern era. We have playlists. No one listens to (laughs) albums. So we're going to...
1: We're not 30 or... (laughs)
0: Exactly. We're not dinosaurs. Come on. So we're going to chuck a song on uh, every episode. Chris, what have you got to round us off uh, in this episode for the Desert Island playlist? What would you like to submit?
1: First, I, I would like to say that this is actually pretty freaking hard because you don't want that song to like you don't want to get tired of it right so you exactly. have to pick something that'll hopefully will you'll enjoy the rest of your life i don't know how long that will be on a desert island depending <laughs> on <laughs> on food stashes or whatever but i will go uh, with dredge information
0: oh i don't know that one go on mm. give me a little bit of info
1: Dredge is uh, I think in 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 your very first episode with me uh, I talked about Dredge being a massive influence on me especially on my guitar sound in my later years and they actually do they do do a lot of like soundy stuff like cool mixing and everything I recorded one of their albums at uh, Skywalker farm whatever it's called but information is on more of the poppy side it still has has a like super lovely melody and everything and it's just Yeah, my go-to, one of my go-to dredge songs, of the more poppy kind. Ah, sweet. All things considered, like, a super nice song. Could be played at at the radio, but, yeah, German radio stations, I don't know.
0: So my musical taste is weird, because I like a lot of old stuff, Um, Mm. as in, like, stuff my dad or granddad would listen to, and I'm still very much into that. Um, Because I am a dinosaur at heart. So I'm actually going to pick something old to start off this. And it's because it's a song that just always puts me in a good mood. Wherever I am and whatever I'm doing. And it is an old classic. And it's one you hear at weddings a lot. And uh, that's Louis Armstrong uh, all the time in the world. I love this song. It's an old, old classic. um, Overplayed to hell. And... um, it's uh, just just a really, really fun song, and it just puts me in a very good mood. And it's one of those songs I actually sing to my daughter before we go to bed, and it just makes me have this nice moment with oh, her, which that's I like. sweet. So, so um, that's, uh, that's a fun reason. And also it's in a Bond movie. I mean, you know, Bond oh, is Oh, cool, which one? So. Oh, what is it? On Her Majesty's Secret Service, at the end.
1: Is, is that still so. with Sean Connery?
0: No, this was one with, what's his face? it George Lazenby? I can't remember. It was a guy who only did one, and oh. uh, it's uh, there. So that's my submission to it, and it's a song I will never get tired of. It's very lovey and sweet and sickly and very sort of 70s lovey-dovey sort of stuff. But that's great. It's, a, it's a good song.
1: So. Cool. Do whenever I hear Louis Armstrong, I think because people always mix up the three Armstrongs, right? Lance mm. Armstrong, Neil Armstrong, Louis Armstrong. For sure. I once saw, saw like, a, like a drawn picture, a, a caricature, like um, an astronaut on the moon driving on the bike while playing the trumpet and I thought that was <laughs> so fucking funny.
0: <laughs> three Armstrongs in one, I like that, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next episode of BPM Pod, we're going to get really, really nerdy as we're going to talk to a friend of mine called Michal, who I love, Polish guy, and he is behind the channel Ibby Register, where he is going to review and look at every Ibanez electric guitar that has ever been made. Hell yeah. Which is pretty cool, and I know you like this because you own an Ibanez, right? Yeah, I do. So I expect that to be a fully geeky episode where I don't say very much at all. <laughs> um which is probably for the best uh so he'll be our guest on the next episode plus we'll have all the usual reviews and things we've we'll been listening to a few more fact or fiction and we'll add to desert island playlist but until then thank you very much for listening thanks to chance uh, appearing on the podcast uh make sure to go to the whole social media stuff we don't promote this enough we really should more mm. but uh on instagram or facebook it's all bpm pod and you can just google uh, or any other search engine to bpm pod and you'll find uh, the podcast wherever it is you get your podcasts uh so yeah thank you very much for listening and i'll speak to you soon and thank you chris for coming along again today
1: thank you ashley thanks everybody